This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life. Combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate. Good afternoon, Jason Tate here, live in the studios in Palm Springs, California. Thank you so much for joining me here today on this very special show. I have an amazing show lined up for you today, and I have a great guest in the show for this first hour. So I'm going to do introductions here in just a moment, but I just want to remind you, Tate Talks exists here every Sunday live from noon to 2 Pacific time here at iHubRadio.com. And you can call us if you have any questions, uh, comments, you want us to touch any topics right now. We're going to talk about coronavirus later. Um, But yes, I know that's what everybody's talking about right now. So uh, you can call the radio station here at 760-544-TALK, which is 8255. You can send us a text message at 760-699-0202. And email the studio, studio at ihubradio.com. Follow us on Facebook. You can follow me on Facebook, Jason Tate. And you can also follow on Instagram at tatetalks.radio. All of our shows are rolled into podcasts on Monday, actually usually by Tuesday. So all this, this entire show is going to be on a podcast on Tuesday on the major uh, podcast stations, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, everything else. So... With that all said, I'm going to get right into introductions. Um, Alexandra here on the boards, my producer, the lovely Alexandra. Hi, Jason. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for being here, running the boards for us, and oh, uh, always, always doing fun. a great job. So, And that myself, I, I'm a high school biology teacher that uh, has turned into a nutrition teacher and a health coach, and I get into wellness and talks. I do talks all over uh, California, usually Southern California, but I do some Uh, talks around the country and of course here on the radio show spreading health and wellness information so that you can make the rest of your life the best of your life Uh, and in the studio today uh, I'm so excited to have my orthodontist (laughs) Uh, I'm going to do an introduction here I have a a bio uh, bio for this um, for my friend here he's born and raised here in Southern California he got his undergraduate at UC Riverside which I love that school by the way I attended dental school at UCLA, and while in dental school, he, um, let's see, he helped, oh, let me get my notes here. (laughs) (laughs) So it was his uncle, Dr. Shantz, which was very cool. I was was always wondering where the name Shantz and Miranda came from the orthodontist. So this is your uncle and mentor. He helped... uh, Dr. Miranda decided to pursue orthodontics, which I have questions about that, uh, followed the same path as Dr. Shands and began his 36-month residency at the University of Connecticut, so all the way on the other side of the country, widely known as one of the top residency programs in the world. During his residency, his interest in research led to a Master's of Science degree, and he's awarded a two-year scholarship for the Scholastic and Research Merit. He went on being involved in teaching, incoming residents, and became the chief resident of his class and received his certificate as a specialist in orthodontics. After completing his orthodontic residency in 2004, Dr. Miranda entered into a well-established private practice with Dr. Shantz here in the Coachella Valley, 
now known as Shansen Miranda Orthodontics. He's an active member in several professional organizations, including the American Association of Orthodontists, American Dental Association, California Dental Association, Southern California Damon Study Club, and he also enjoys teaching and is certified by the California Dental Board as a registered continuing education provider for his peers and as an instructor for the Orthodontic Assistant Program. He supports several local organizations, sits on the board for the First Tee of Coachella Valley and the, on the foundation for Palm Desert Charter Middle School. Uh, Dr. Miranda is very involved with a charity golf tournament that he founded in 2010 that benefits the Multiple Sclerosis Society of Southern California. He enjoys spending time with his wife and three daughters on the tennis courts and on the ski slopes, and he's actively involved in athletics, enjoys golfing in the desert, and you may be able to catch him at a gig on the weekends when he's playing his guitar and singing in an active rock and roll band. <laughs> My man! <laughs> Here in the studio, Dr. Morgan Miranda. Happy to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, and it's, it's good no introduction. wonder. Very Thank good. you. Yeah, there's a lot there. But this is, you know, this really, as I was reading it before I came on to the show, obviously, um, I was thinking, you know, I, I love going into your office because you always have some good music playing and you seem to know all the lyrics to all the <laughs> songs as well. And I'm like, this guy is into music, you know, Big like time, yeah. he knows his music. And, and I, I don't, I love music. But for some reason, I don't remember the lyrics until I till until I hear a song like thirty or forty right. times. But uh, but you're always rocking, you're having fun, and you just it's such. I want to offer some gratitude right now, as a patient in your office. I never dread going. I always enjoy being there, uh, even even when I have to go back for broken brackets or whatever. I really enjoy being there, and that's something that you. Uh, you exude, and then because of that, you're lifting all of the assistants. You lift everybody else up around you. So thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. That's good to hear. Yeah. So I, I really enjoy that. So so let's get into some questions here. Describe. Um, let, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so we're all about health and wellness. Uh, so in dental, you know, and, and I learned this in functional medicine and doing the health coaching. Tell me about how, how dental plays a role in our health and wellness. Well, obviously, uh, biologically and physically, there are you know multiple facets to that to that sure. question. Sure. And then n- not only that, psychologically. I mean, it's. I think uh, you know you can go go into the you know as far as how there's been links to endocarditis and cardiovascular disease and right. links with diabetes and many of the different things that are more associated with general dental health, I believe, than, than uh, you know, cosmetics and that other stuff, which right. would be more along the psychological part. But I think, in general, all of that is a huge, I mean, that's a, that's that's a, a long, huge question. That's a long, yeah, yeah, yeah. A long <laughs> okay, hour. Okay, well, let, let me narrow it down, actually. Um, you know, when you see, so in dental school, obviously, you don't, I mean, the process is dental school and then orthodontics is a specialty, yes? Correct. So in dental school... I'm sure they do cover the parts of where, all right, when you look into a patient's mouth, there's some correlation between poor dental health and just poor physical health. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily think, I think in dental school you have such a limited time to get everything through, you know, and a lot of it's basic biology, histology, what you're looking for. Pathology is a big one that, you know, you're looking for certain signs of different diseases that 
mean, you know, are, are indicative of sure, sure. different things. So that would be things that we're looking for while at the same time they're just trying to get you through and learn how to cut a crown prep and, right. and yeah. do that at the same time. And then, you know, orthodontics is kind of brushed across pretty quickly. Um, but in, in general, they do, you know, I think they do a fair job at getting everyone pretty well educated on on th- those basics, but then that's what continuing education is for. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you probably yeah. have to seek that out. Yeah, right? fi- on your you know, own. Fifty hours every well in California, at least fifty hours every every two years um, is the minimum. Um, but a lot of that to maintain your license to maintain your license. Oh wow! And, and I like there that. there are certain things that are required in that. You know, your basic life support and um, also um, high, you know OSHA guidelines and that kind of thing. Sure, sure. So we kind of keep abreast of you know, what's changing. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure there will be a lot, you know, pretty much, you know, we're, we're pretty good at that as it is, but I'm sure there will be some more things that will come down the pipeline. But, um, in general, I think, uh, yeah, you, you have to have a pretty, most dental students, I would say, uh, I'm going to guess, but at least 80% are some sort of science background, Okay. you know, biology, chemistry, bi- you know, biochem, something right, like that. Right, but you right. do have a few, I had some friends that were engineers that went into it, but they had to take some science classes right. to sort of get caught up. But in general, you do learn the, and you do see it, uh, you know, with the patients, especially in a dental school environment. Sure. You're you're not usually you're dealing with patients that are coming into the dental school because they can get care done either cheaply or freely or somehow. Sure. So you're a lot of times dealing with a a different sort of clientele than you normally would on the outside, which worse is which is a good thing. Yeah, pro- worse yeah. health problems, diabetes, a lot okay. of different things right. that, and you see a lot of links between. Dental, you know, right. general health, but you're, but the good thing about a dental school environment, you have enough time with these patients and you have so few of them rather than you wouldn't have a normal practice that you kind of get to know them and you change their lives, I think. Well, yeah, definitely. You kind of educate them. And so that'll, I, I still remember a lot of the names of my <laughs> wow. 20 years ago in That's dental great. school of certain patients. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, and, and I think some people, I think a lot of people don't make the connection enough of how important it is to take care of your teeth, you know, especially if you have bleeding gums, you know, gingivitis, you have a lot of oral health issues. This is a gateway. Absolutely. You know, the window, they the say. Wide open to pathogens to get in. And well, I'm going to speak more about pathogens in the second hour today and what that means. But, you know, that the oral health is super important. Yep. So I agree. Every week I talk about, you know, physical health, uh, mental health and dietary health. So this week, my benchmark on um, what moves you, you're in really great shape and you work hard. <laughs> you work long days. Yeah. How do you get it? How do you fit it in? What's your routine? Well, I, I just try to be as good as I can. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. You know, yeah. What does that I'm mean? a morning, yeah. I'm a morning okay. workout guy. Um, I can't do it after work. I've just, I've right. tried. It just doesn't work for me. Um, one, I just, I'm too maybe amped up after, but in the morning kind of gets me moving. Okay. And then it's, I found it just takes the less time away from family as well. They're, okay. They're still kind of getting up and I'm already out the door. And How early are we talking? I'll usually be up by 5.30, get to the gym okay. and then go to work. That's you know, it's not, not crazy, yeah, but yeah. yeah. But, and I don't do a long, you know, I used to be really into CrossFit and a lot of these things where sure. it, it just was really great, but it was hard on my body. And, and I to found put in now, a full day after yeah, that. Yeah, and now yeah. I found that I 
I use those principles and kind of make my workouts 20, 30 minutes. And, oh, that's good. And I just keep moving and it's perfect. And so, so what are we talking here? Five, six days a week? Um, probably on a great week, yes, but okay. probably more likely three. Okay. Um, right. But then it's just trying to stay active the other yeah. days. Yeah. And if you ever, you know, get knocked down from a sickness or, mm. you know, an injury or whatever, it's tough, you know, Absolutely. like you miss it so much. And then getting Drives back into crazy. that habit a little again. Grumpy. A little grumpy. <laughs> little <those> grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting that active uh, health is so important. So definitely if you're, you know, thinking about, ah, oh, where do I fit it in? What do I, a lot of people, a lot of my guests are saying start the day that way. Yep. You know, even if it means just getting up and going for a walk, yep. you know, just getting some kind of movement to start your day. And also it's a great time for meditation. I know if you're, <laughs> I know a lot of us, when we work out, we're thinking, right? Yep. We're Absolutely. thinking about our day. We're doing our goal setting. We're doing that thing that we need to do. So uh, really great time for that. So we're going to talk more about oral health and how it uh, impacts our physical health. I'm going to talk about uh, the connection between your dentist and how to keep it safe for you to keep visiting the dentist because this is such an important part of total body health. So we'll get it right here from the expert. Stay with us here on Tate Talks. and wellness conversation from A to Z. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio with Jason Tate. Jason Tate here live in the studios, Palm Springs, California on this beautiful Sunday, March 15th. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us and spend some time here with us here on iHub Radio. I have in the studio uh, my orthodontist, Dr. Morgan Miranda, and I, I want to ask, so did you know you wanted to become an orthodontist before you started dental school or was this kind of an evolution during dental school? That's a, that's a good question. Um, I, well, I didn't really know that I wanted to be a dentist per se. I was, I had a very good experience with a, with a dentist as a kid. Okay. And I think a lot of dentists have these weird stories about right, why they sure, became a dentist, sure. maybe their dad or something or mom, but I just never had a cavity. So I thought, oh, that's cool. I never had a bad experience. And I thought, <laughs> I like this dentist. He was funny and just kind of looked okay. like a kid. My uncle was a dentist at the time as well. And I knew that, but we were, he was on living on the other side, the, you know, in Puerto Rico for some time. So oh, we didn't wow. see them a lot. But I thought I always liked science. I loved biology. And then when I got into UC Riverside, I thought maybe I'll do something in this. But I always thought I would be a high school biology teacher. Um, like me. Yeah. Wild. Say, I, and I still would tell myself that even after dental school, I will still do that someday. Nice. Because um, my high school biology teacher, Mr. Wallace, was awesome. I awesome. had him for two years, and I was his teacher's aide my senior year. I just, go. I really just had, a, I thought he was a great guy, and you know, wrote me a letter of rec and all that. And 
Um, but then at the time I, I took, I went for two years of school and then I took some time off for myself oh. <laughs> for some personal growth, let's say. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I went back and nailed, knocked it out. And, and this was at UCR. At UC Riverside, okay, correct. Nice. And then, um, went back and then during dental school, I still had not really decided. I actually worked for an oral surgeon out here in the desert during the summers. And I really thought about surgery and he really wanted me to get into surgery and okay. do that. But then there was a lot of, a lot of reasons why I decided, you know what, orthodontics just seems pretty cool. You know, my uncle's yeah. just his coming out and visiting him out here in the desert and seeing, going to a restaurant and Hey, Dr. Sean's, Hey, you know, it was just, it was just like a kind of cool to see that everybody's happy to see him. And I yeah, thought, yeah. This is a, this is kind of a cool thing, I think. So that, that was kind of the changer and then, you know, had to buckle down, do real good on the boards and do all that stuff sure. and then get into, went to Yukon. And, but I think uh, there, obviously that's a nutshell version, but you know, that was the kind of, kind of f not fell into it, but there was some guiding yeah, yeah, along yeah. the way. There was, you know, some ping right. pong bumps, exactly. you know? Yeah. I like that. No, that's good. And it's, that's so wild that, that you would be a high school biology teacher. Yeah, no. That's I, so wild. Power to the teachers. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. You know, and it's such an important job. Uh, teaching and, and what you do. And you, you obviously, like I was reading in your bio, you still enjoy teaching. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we so teach you, every day. Yeah. You take what you do and, and, and I'll say it here right on the air. I, I enjoy the teaching that occurs while I'm there as a patient and it's such a high level environment. Uh, the, the conversations so professional, but you guys have fun at the same time. And it's such a great environment and, and I, and I love learning so much and I'm listening to the conversations and I just, I'm so fascinated how you, when you're looking into a patient's mouth, mine specifically, and you know, kind of, all right, we're going to move these. And, and recently, recently we took off several brackets and repositioned them and it's just kind of been a, a process to work on my teeth. And I just, I find this so fascinating that you know so much when you look into a person's mouth that you can see it all like so clearly. Yeah. And I, you it takes know, time, but <laughs> I'm sure it does. <laughs> and then your staff too, they are on point. Everything you say, they're just boom, boom, boom. And there's no hesitation, no question. So well-trained staff by an educator and somebody who definitely knows Appreciate that. practice. That's, so. that's very kind to hear. Yeah. So I'm really, really impressed. Uh, Dr. Shanson Miranda, the office there and, and the care that I've received uh, from the front office all the way back into the room, uh, everyone at the desk. So yeah, thank you so much for running You're such welcome. a great office. I appreciate it. So yeah, uh, as far as, you know, <laughs> adjusting the mouth and, and getting into, you know, moving the teeth around, I, I want to ask about this. And you said, you know, about the physical health, the only reason that I'm actually getting orthodontia and I never needed it. Well, not needed it, but I, there was never a dentist that said, Hey, you need to, you know, orthodontics. And this is my first time ever okay. having braces. Uh, whereas my wife, she's on her third round. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure you've heard this before. Uh, oh yeah. You know, as far as people forgetting to wear their, you know, retainers, their retainers and, and everything kind of shifts back. She's, she's been doing the, um, Invisalign. Okay. And, uh, it was supposed to only be six months, but we're now looking at a year and a half. She's had them in. So a little bit yeah. and her teeth are beautiful. Uh, so I, I did it because I do a lot of public speaking. Um, I, I'm doing more radio. I'm doing a little bit of, you know, film and pictures. 
And I wasn't really, I was self-conscious of my smile. And so that's the sole reason that I'm doing this. And that's, I mean, I would say a a large part of people why they do it. Um, But uh, yeah, in general, we can, you know, go into more of that, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a large part of why many people do it, but there's a lot of other reasons too. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, uh, some inspirational messages about dentistry and pediatric airway, which you mentioned to me in the office. And when I asked about getting you on the show, you want to talk about pediatric airway. I'm excited to learn about this. Stick around. We're going to talk about pediatric airway, which is even more important during this time right now with coronavirus. Correct. Yep. If it's good for your mind and body, it's part of the discussion on Tate Talks. From iHub Radio, here's Jason Tate. Jason Tate here, live in the studios out of Palm Springs, California, where it's a gorgeous day. And it just, I I want to remind everyone right now, during this time especially, get out, get some fresh air. and, And breathe, and just know that everything's in the end, going to be okay. And we'll look back on this challenging time as a challenging time, as what it is. And so life goes on, you know, and and unfortunately, you know, some people aren't going to make it through this, but, you know, we're going to become stronger. And I, you know, I have faith and I have hope that something like this will actually bring communities, nations closer together. And so that's what I think about when I, when I go outside and I smell the fresh air and I look around at the mountains around here in Palm Springs. And so I just, I just want to share that with you. This too shall pass. This too yep. shall pass. So uh, we're here live every Sunday from noon to two. The show is actually rebroadcast tonight, 6 to 8 p.m. here at iHubRadio.com. And please listen to the podcast. We're at Tate hyphen talks.captivate.fm or on iTunes and Spotify. In the studio today, I have my orthodontist, Dr. Morgan Miranda, and we're talking about orthodontia and some of the reasons people do orthodontia. And I also want to talk about some of the new things because you guys are totally up on, you know, when you're describing the type of wires and brackets and things this you know, pulling and self-correct. It just, it's so fascinating mm-hmm. to me how technology changes and just how it's different from, you know, back when my wife had braces when she was a teenager. So, and I want to talk about also um, Invisalign and then possibly, you know, we definitely need to talk about how important it is to actually see a professional versus getting tooth equipment sent to you in the mail. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) But before we do that, every week I have a thought to digest. And so right now my quote for the week is dentistry is not expensive. However, neglect is. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) So, and this is, this is also true uh, in dentistry. Of course, it's also true in diet and exercise. When you neglect, uh, it's a lot more expensive on the back end. So, so here we are. Um, why, why is orthodontia important? Uh, why do people get it? I, I'm doing it for an aesthetic reason, which affects me 
and my ability to feel comfortable smiling and being in public. And it, and it really does affect my psyche and my psychological health. Is this something that's very common in your practice? I mean, I would, I would say without, you know, evidence base, but we're sure. in general, I think that's the, the largest reason people do it. Okay. Um, but many people are educated enough that understand bites and the, re- the other parts of it, why, why we do what we do are important, but I think that's a large part of why it, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's, you know, people may say, oh, you're just doing that because you want your teeth to look better or whatever. Well, that's important. I that's mean, I really think, important. And I think, yeah. I'm, obviously I'm biased, but I think I've always liked a nice smile since I was a kid and I always thought, wow, that, you know, it's something that's eye-catching and something maybe we take for granted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think in general, if you see a bite that's not or a smile that's not doesn't look good, you really do notice it. Oh, yeah. And it may yeah. not be that you notice the really nice smiles as much because it's just more, well, they're a nice-looking person. They have a nice smile. But you definitely but, notice when but it's... But you definitely notice yeah. when, it's, when it's not. So I think a lot of people will do it for that reason. And a lot of parents will do kind of as a rite of passage for their kids. You know, it's just, you know, <laughs> my get, get, get my, so excited. <laughs> get my, get these teeth straight, which is just part yeah, of life, kid, yeah. you know. Um, you but know, I think there's, obviously the other reasons are, you know, occlusion, um, sure. speech, airway, all these other things that are very important in just overall dental health and, and overall health. And my teeth were crowded as well. I mean, I had a lot of crowding going on, which leads to more opportunity for cavities. Correct. And, and hygienists would agree with that as well. That, that, that just your, your mouth has a natural ability to self clean. Sure. Correct. I mean, you have natural microbes sure. and things sure. that live in there, your tongue and your cheeks and right. just from chewing kind of like, you know, right. dogs don't brush their teeth every day, but their teeth relatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate to use dogs, but um, <laughs> I, I'm just saying that if your teeth are straighter on, you know, right. they can clean themselves more naturally and it's easier for you, for to, you clean to clean them naturally, yeah. you know, and with floss a floss and, and brush. Yeah. And so in general, yes, that is, that's a big part of it. Um, but as, as you were talking, it, it kind of, you know, being a public speaker, I, I wanted to ask you, did, have you noticed any difference in your speech? Cause it, but crowding will change the way you say certain sure. letters yeah. or sounds or consonants and things. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you may have, you may, it may have happened subtly over time yeah. as you've been in treatment, but I think that it does affect speech as well. The, well, I would say the big change and I'm, of course I'm not wearing my bands now but when I'm wearing my bands and I'm teaching class all day I know I know I'm slurring <laughs> yeah I know you noticed <laughs> I'm not gonna wear my bands here on the radio and by that I mean the rubber bands that <laughs> wire my mouth shut so uh, I would not sound I, I do slur <laughs> my words and it and I, I trip on my words in class and the kids kind of giggle a little bit but they but they support me you yeah. know, through this and so uh, as far as that I other than that, I haven't noticed a huge change, but it, I, I mean, years probably isn't as, as no, but it, that's another one that can actually, I mean, it yeah, can, that, it can affect speech that. in a good way. I mean, it's, if your tongue doesn't have enough space to sure. work, uh, yeah. you know, and speech pathologists kind of deal with that a lot when well, you're right. Th- and you're spreading the roof of the mouth. Correct. Yeah. I mean, that totally yeah, I've, I've can seen change. That. I've seen that actually with one of my friend's kids, they did a palate expander and, um, after they were done with that, and they put in the the braces, and after that whole cycle went out, the 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 confidence that it brought in it changed actually to jawline, and shaped the face oh, wow. yep. correctly, and went from being a very shy kid to just 
uh, the confidence really came out and and you probably see that more often than than not the the confidence and and the stability yep. that comes with it and pretty much every day that's wow, wow. and that's that's why we do it. That's that, so rewarding. That's the, that's the yeah. rub. I mean, yeah. that's mm-hmm. why when people say, well, why do you do? And you kind of know that going in, oh, I want to change lives and mm-hmm. you know, I want to sure, make people, sure. you know. Sure. But I think certain, especially certain patients, will it will just change their life. And, you know, they want to hug you. They want to, uh-huh. you know, they see their smile for the first time. or And it's just, you know, that's that's what makes it really special for what we do. Maybe I should be an opera singer after you, after you're done. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that I observed here, and I often bring this up because of the dynamics between the U.S. and Europe where I split my time, is there isn't as much... Um, right. South America, yes, but in Europe, not as much focus on orthodontic uh, work. And, um, it, and I've noticed with family members that the war, the 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 shape of the teeth, if they have, you know, the fangs sticking out and things like that, I find that they have more digestive issues. That's that's another good point. Um, I mean, obviously, a proper bite—that's mm-hmm. as we say, it's a gateway—is right. yeah. is the first line of mastication, meaning chewing, right? Um, where we actually grind up food into a bolus and then, right, and you know, swallow it, and then it starts. So. If you can't chew food correctly mm-hmm. and you're not getting, you know, you're, you have no bite in the posterior or something and mm-hmm. you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're swallowing food more whole, yeah. you will absolutely have more digestive issues. And if you're mm. prone to that, I mean, not everybody's going to have it as much, but if yeah. it, it definitely can help. I mean, it's you know. nice to have a good smile, but it's better to have yeah. it. Yeah. Better health. It's nice to be able to chew, too. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to shift gears here. I definitely want to hear about this. Tell me about pediatric airway. Well, I mean, pediatric airway is just a, is just a, a, full, a facet of airway, meaning, but I've been really getting more educated on airway and, and specifically pediatric airway because I feel like it's a part of my practice, and I think a lot of orthodontists, dentists, pediatricians, um, even the, the the ENTs that are you know are more could be more involved. It's just something that we don't really focus on. But as an orthodontist, I have a couple colleagues that are just life changing things for them for many reasons. Have mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. focused on this, and I've gone to a lot of a lot of lectures about it. But we we end up being as an orthodontist or a pediatric dentist end up being a, a lot of times the first line to see these kids and n- should be able to notice that there are some tongue thrusting issues or a narrow palate or some breathing problems. Possibly kids are on ADHD medicine, all these cues that tell us, Hey, wait a minute. There, there might be something going on with sleep patterns as well. And so they're airway. not respiring properly. Correct. Maybe have sleep apnea because Absolutely. of this childhood apnea. There's the, a lot of these things that just you don't think about. Wow. That's an that's an old person's disease. That's overweight and sure. doesn't you know. But sure. that's not the case. And there, it's I I want to say you know I don't want to say you know classified as an epidemic, but I do think that it mm. could possibly be. And so I'm. I feel like it's my duty now, and I almost feel like I've want to be more responsible to these patients. So I'm educating patients, and I'm actually I've been like sending that. some kids for telling, and not necessarily they're going to do it, but I'm kind of educating the parents. Yeah. So you might want to get a sleep study on your son, you know. I mean, nice. that, and, and just educating them on it because as an orthodontist, we can change that to a certain extent. Right. As a as an adult, 
with apnea or an airway issue, you really can't correct it other than surgically. Oh, wow. Um, but with a kid, you can correct it still. Okay. You can only treat an still. adult. You can yeah. correct a child. Okay. So we can do things like palatal expansion, like you, yeah. like you mentioned. Um, we can do um, orthopedic movements where we kind of bring the whole maxilla forward. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these things increase the airway immensely. Wow. And, and it may not change the kid's life tomorrow or the next day, but when they're 15, 16 sure. and they've been through this yeah. and they're you know, doing well in school and all these playing other things, sports, playing sports, sleeping well at night. You, know, you, I you, mean, you, you, you may have changed that kid's life. Sure. Of course we can't really, you know, follow that, but oh, that's really it, important. Yeah. I think yeah. It, it's something that I'd, I'd love to come back in another show when I'm yeah. more, I'm doing a whole bunch of classes on it in the fall. And okay. All right. Um, I think it's a, it's a really cool thing that we could just talk for hours about. Yeah. Sure. And I'll de- I want to definitely have you on the show. Maybe we can do a whole show just on that. Yeah. I actually have a question. Um, so I know our diets have changed more in the last 50 years than the previous 10,000 in the soft foods and the pre-digested foods. Obviously this plays, a lot of people may not realize this, but this plays a role in the development of your teeth, of your bite, you know, possibly a link, right? Absolutely. To this? That okay. is a, that's, there's one of the lectures that I've been to, it, it, a really, he did a really interesting <laughs> sort of evolution timeline. of the nice. bite a timeline of how mm. food has changed and diets have changed and how occlusion and malocclusion has gotten worse wow. these are problems that were never around crooked teeth airway issues sure, all these yeah, other things yeah. before obviously we didn't measure them you look at you look at yeah you look at anthropologic data sure and look at these skulls they don't have the issues we have today wow there's a huge link to nutrition and processed foods. That's another show, man. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's like once you go down this wormhole, yeah, right. it's, it's insane. <laughs> wow. Wow. There's another pathway. We'll look another <laughs> yeah. hole. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. So diet, occlusions, diet and our bite, diet and our teeth, you know, and, and speaking of anthropological, that was one of the questions I had, you know, and just a statement in the past, you know, 10,000 years ago and beyond, you lived as old as you had teeth. Yeah. Right. You, as long as you yeah. had teeth, you you could still survive as long as you you know didn't get killed by an animal or something. But but yeah, you know our teeth are the gateway to our life. So thank you for all that you're doing. Stay with us. I have some more questions about how to stay safe and how it's still safe to visit your dentist, visit your orthodontist, and keep the treatments going during this time of coronavirus. Stay with us here on Tate Talks. Inspiring you with the tools and knowledge to make the necessary changes to live life optimally. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio. Welcome back. Jason Tate here, live in the studio, Palm Springs, California. I have here in the studio Dr. Morgan Miranda, my orthodontist from Shanson Miranda, and we'll talk about uh, how to reach and how to follow. And kind of if you're here locally in the Coachella Valley, where his office is, where office is, I should say. <laughs> Uh, but before that, I want to make sure we talk about how has the coronavirus affected 
the way that you guys are doing the practice there. I know when I go, everything is so clean. Everything is high, you know, um, hygienic and people are wearing masks. And, and this was long before, you know, right. as far as coronavirus. So for a, a person, you know, who might be shy and might be scared to even, you know, go to the dentist for their checkups or even follow up or even get in and see orthodontia as a new patient right now, I just want to ask the source, you know, what is happening in the office? What could be a little different? And, and we talked a little bit about this before we went on the air today, as far as people not necessarily bringing their entire family. Right. So what are some things uh, right now for everyone to hear? Well, I think to answer your first part, what are we doing? I think in general, you know, Cal OSHA and, and the different sources of you know the American Dental Association and many uh, different societies over the years have created these universal and standard precautions and all the things we do in medical and dental fields to make patients and ourselves and staff safe. Um, and we follow all of those, of course. Um, and I think in general, it's not a lot different than what we would be doing now. I and mean, we're not going to come in wearing, you know, full hazmat suits and sure. things. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in, in response to this new environment, I mean, we have to just continue doing what we're doing, make sure we're, we're, you know, preparing surfaces and, and, yeah. and instruments and, and even and as far as the yourselves. waiting room, maybe some things that maybe yeah. we don't do as much, you know, the waiting yeah. room and things like that, just little things that we kind yeah. of, well, Hey, we yeah. should, you know, it's, it's making everyone more aware, which is a good thing. That's good. Maybe yeah. some of it's been a little, you know, it might've gotten relaxed. But, yeah. Um, and then hyped, some yeah. things have been a little relaxed. So I think it's kind of a good thing to do that. But in, in general for our office, we were talking about this beforehand and I've had a couple colleagues call or text or email asking, what are you doing different? Should we be closing the office? Are you doing this? Are we going to go down to a skeleton crew? And, sure. um, and, and I don't know if that's the right thing to do because we have active patients in care that we're responsible for. But I do think there are certain things that we can do, uh, as far as let's, you know, maybe let's try not to bring in the, the entire family. I understand sometimes you have to bring them in because you, you know, you're the sole provide, you know, sole caretaker and sure. there's nowhere yeah. else to go. But if there is someone else that can watch the rest of the family, when you bring your son in or yourself in, uh, that's something we can just, you know, maybe limit the exposure or limit people in the office. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. things like, you know, certain procedures that we may do, like a, like a retainer checkout, your six-month checkup on a retainer that we're just going to adjust it and make sure it's fitting okay. If it's fitting okay, you know, we can push that out a little bit and we can kind of waive any fees or do something, you know, sure. where we're yeah. kind of working yeah. with you to, to make it, you know, obviously there's a problem, come in. But yeah. just to try to, you know, mitigate, I think, but but closing down I don't think is, is really the answer, um, you know, that, that kind of thing. But I think no, 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 just no. trying to, yeah. you know, soften the, the flow in the office, I think is, is, uh, something people will understand. Yeah. And, you know, and, and if you're not feeling good, don't, yeah. please don't, don't come, come in and bring yeah, your please. kids in. And the same goes with yeah. us and our staff. So right, we're, yeah. you know, we, I think that that's, you think you would think that that's kind of a, <laughs> Something people would just kind that's of, our PSA yeah, for today, I, right I, there. I, I, I do, but I think that in general, um, nowadays people are are really gonna, you know, take that sure. a little more seriously. Take it to heart. Yeah, right. you bet. Yeah, because you're in you're in somebody's mouth. Right. I mean, let's just let's just call it what it is. Right. Right. And I was talking to a friend the other day. I say, you know what? I've you know if I'm I've never called in sick. You know what I mean, I, I, I can't because if I'm not there, no one's there. So right. Yeah. But. 
I mean, you know, and I'm not saying that I haven't come in with a little, you know, something not feeling great before, but, you know, glove up, mask up, all that stuff. Right. But this is one that I'm. Yeah. I'm calling Stay in home. sick. You yeah. know, it's not, uh, I don't want to <laughs> sneeze or cough and have them looking at me sideways. Yeah, going, what are yeah, you doing right. here? Doing? <laughs> <laughs> and it has kind of changed the way, you know, the same thing in school. Right. You know, the policy in school is if you're, if you don't have a fever, right. And you don't have active vomiting. Those are the two preconditions where right. stay home. Other than that, if you don't feel well, eh, you know, you can make it, you know, you right. can make it at school. Right now, things have changed a little bit yep. with that, especially really with have. kids, because they really don't present major symptoms, at least not initially when they're just really just giving out the virus like crazy right yeah. now. Right. So. So, yeah, feel safe. Still visiting your dentist, still visiting orthodontics. Where can people find Shansa Miranda? You guys have what? Three locations. Three locations. Yeah. We have uh, Palm Desert, Palm Springs and Yucca Valley. Okay. So we're got a nice nice variety of locations yes, yeah. for you. Um, and you rotate through we the rotate, offices. Yep. And, it's, and you're going to see the same faces, which is kind of nice. It's yeah. not... Uh, I appreciate that. Um, you see the same staff. You see the same, you know, front desk. Um, I have an associate that comes in, Dr. Hawkins, some, you know, on a couple times a month. And so you may see him, but, uh, uh, you know, you're going to be, you're not going to run into different yeah. faces yeah. looking at you weird. So no, And I appreciate, as a patient, I really do appreciate that. I've been to the Palm Springs office. I haven't had to go to the Yucca office, (laughs) (laughs) thankfully. But, uh, but yeah, I've been to the Palm Springs office. It was really cool to just kind of see all of you transplanted, right, right? into a different And they all have their own sort of vibe. Yeah, it keeps it interesting. Yeah, so, and you can visit desertbraces.com, yep. right, and see the bios of uh, the orthodontists, and you can see information about the website as well. Um, just truly an honor to have you here on the show it's this been great. week. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And we brought up some topics. We're going to have to have you back. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. So when do you do uh, this training for pediatric airway? There will be, well, I'm reading a lot on it now, but I would love to go through these three courses in September, October, November. Okay. um, And uh, come back with all kinds of knowledge. So we'll get Uh, you back in December, January time. I mean, if you, even before then about other things, it's, uh, this has been fun. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. I really do. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. This has been Tate Talks. And, you know, I want to mention in the next hour, I'm going to be spending the entire hour talking about coronavirus from a biology teacher's standpoint. And then also just uh, I've been doing a lot of research. Alex knows I do my research. Yes. And I honestly have a wealth of information. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) A wealth of information to share with you during this challenging time right now on how to arm up from the inside. You know, really important right now, things like getting enough sleep, certain foods that are really good for you right now to make sure that you're eating. And if there ever was a great time to quit smoking, as if there wasn't a great time to quit smoking, (laughs) right now would be really good, you know, and and working on, you know, uh, health throughout your entire body and then cutting back on the fast food as well. Not only for your overall physical health and dietary health, but for your oral health and the structure and shape of your teeth and your mouth, which will have to come back on a future show. So thanks again for joining us here. And thank you, Dr. Miranda, for spending time. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you.